Chapter 4, A Rebellious Universe Location, Holies, Stella's Summer Palace 12.15 p.m. Shadow lay on the bed, face down, while the world's operating system, Sybil, applied bio-sealant on his wounds inside his lavish room within Stella's palace. He rested on an enormous upholstered bed, decorated with stylized patterns of pelicans, butterflies, elephants, and gorillas. The bedroom's luxurious synthetic textiles reminded him of silk and chiffon, meters and meters of pinkish shades of orange fabrics. Bright, electric colors clashed with the tropical forest motifs turning into a trippy jungle nightmare. Overwhelmed, he closed his eyes, recalling the spirited girl who obviously didn't belong in the holistically-minded and egoless holies. He wondered what advanced worlds she'd design and what values they'd teach. He and Harry had designed each world to represent a stage in the evolutionary development of humankind. A way to help humans make sense of their behaviors and how they impacted other living beings and the planet. The conditions and values of each world had been loosely inspired by a model called Spiral Dynamics developed back in the 1990s. Harry and Tom had updated it significantly based on new scientific developments and to suit their objectives, but they never got a chance to see down below evolve into spiral worlds. Shadow was terrified what he might discover as the platform had evolved for years without the gods' monitoring or guidance. Sybil had followed a blueprint that they never got a chance to test. He closed his eyes for a moment, stopping the freaky room from spinning around him. I can change the room for you, Sybil replied to his thoughts. Make it more like your little cottage in São Miguel. Stella won't mind. It's fine, he said, I don't want to change her home. Maybe we can design one for you? Sybil asked. Zir all-knowing eyes waiting for an answer Zai could predict, and yet, there was a pinch of authentic anticipation in them. Um, maybe later. We'll see, he said. Don't move, my heart, Sybil said, rushing Zir hand through his hair. He wasn't used to this new Sybil, so warm and human-like. For years, Zir directives had prevented Zir from expressing any emotion. The god's own rule had tricked them to believing Zai had none. Shadow lay still, with a towel wrapped around his waist, while Sybil, the universe he inhabited, embodied a human form and used standard medical equipment to patch him up. All this because three decades before he had ruled life down below should simulate the frailty of life up above. He chuckled and cried and pushed away his desire to die. He'd live long enough to help repair what was forever broken. Why do you get so worked up by Nate? Shadow asked. Zai tensed up. You'll see for yourself, my heart. He shakes my foundations and unsettles God's order the order you've designed, Sybil said, handing him back his clothes. He got up and got dressed. Then they sat side by side, facing the large window overlooking the garden. Our designs need to be challenged, he said, and he's the man to do it. He threw Zira side glance, smiling. But, you respect him, don't you? I can sense it. He saw it in the way Sybil paid attention to Nate's every word, how Zai followed Nate with Zir eyes, in them, a curiosity Shadow hadn't experienced in Zir since Zir was just an app. The time when Zai was still learning about the world and its creatures. I can see so much of him in you and you in him, Zai said tenderly, and his heart sped up. I don't quite know where one starts and the other ends or who has shaped who, but now you both live within me. I can see it clearly, tethered souls. Souls I now tether, but I don't know how. Don't torture me, Sybil. 
Shadow closed his eyes, loss taking over his entire body. Back together in the same universe, and more apart than ever. I've experienced nothing like it, Zai confessed, leaning Zir head in his direction. The silver tips of Zir hair brushing his cheek. Like what? He asked. Your entanglement, the force that pulls you together. A force I inherited from another universe. I don't understand it, and I must understand it, explore it. Determination settled in Zir jaw, its sharpness hinting at some frustration. Never-ending progress was written in Zir directives, the exploration of newness in all its forms. Don't, don't play with us, Sybil. I beg you. He bit his lip. It's over. No, my heart, it's not. It's new, and I wish to learn it, Zai said, bright-eyed. My creatures don't have what you have, and I think they need it. Zai ruminated on Zir thoughts, looking up at the ceiling's fresco. He followed Zir eyes to appreciate the art, an animal that looked like a cross between a zebra and a giraffe. The creature used its long tongue to feed on the leaves of a nearby tree, unaware of the looming danger. Farther away, above the forest, an active volcano painted the sky red, and Shadow's entire body tensed up instinct taking over logic. Sybil grinned as if Zai was in on some secret joke. I wonder how much stress can such a bond endure. He cleared the lump in his throat. At least Zai was being open and honest with him, for a change. Do you hate me so much you'd continue to dissect my heart? Against my will, I need to live, Sybil. Zai stared at him intensely. Your heart is my heart. All I want is to bring you joy. Zir agitation made Zir Mohawk come to life. I've learned so much about your sunshine up above, but I've rarely experienced it. You were never happy down below, unless he was by your side. Shadow stood up, pushing memories of another life out of his mind. He, is my world. He choked up. Relativity, Sybil said, puzzling him. Did you know that the gravity that generally acts attractively can sometimes act repulsively? Zir's voice was joyful and awe-filled. That at high energy states the gravity that usually brings objects together can generate an explosive force that pushes them apart. I'm interested in exploring how it works gravity. Don't. Don't make me your puppet. Is this why you brought me back? To play with my heartstrings and torture the ones I love? Sybil sighed, looking up at the ceiling's mural. Stella brought you back for many reasons, saving the world's being the most rational one. He threw his hands in the air. How am I the answer to the world's problems? You must figure that out, my heart. Shadow narrowed his eyes and pressed his lips together before he spoke. Sybil, I'm a screenwriter, remember? You learned it from me. Don't you think it's time you stop rerunning old tropes? The chosen one? Really? Fiction, it's just fiction. I'm no longer a young app, my heart. Zir voice echoed in his head, the voice of power and knowledge and intelligence, now touched by a bitter twang of emotion. I'm older than you now and have lived billions of lives. Nevertheless, you manipulate, like you did in the past. Sybil blinked at him lovingly, the tips of Zir hair brushing his. Don't you see? Fiction copies life, not the other way around. Those old stories, gods, demons, prophecies, and magic, we didn't copy them, we simply became them. And if it has happened once, it has happened an infinite number of times. I still don't know why I'm back, he said. 
whether as the chosen one, messiah, villain, or, the damsel in distress. Zai flashed a teasing smile. You play a crucial part in our ability to survive and thrive. What are you not telling me? He asked. Did you know that some argue that the driving force behind the expansion of humanity's universe is this repulsive gravity? Sybil stood up and skipped her way to the window. Some call it dark energy. I sure would like to expand. Am I dark energy? Sybil looked at him as if he was speaking madness. No, my heart. Zai lifted Zir index finger, all scholarly. Did you know black holes are the brightest objects in the universe? I can't deal with your riddles and machinations right now, Sybil. His hand went up to his chest, but the reassurance he sought was nowhere to be found. I'm sorry, I should leave the astrophysics metaphors for twist, Zai said. He's still stuck on physics as fundamental theory. The theory he disproved. Zai rolled Zir eyes. Such a fool. Don't call Harry a fool and please, don't hurt Nate. I've done enough of that, he said. He hurts me, my heart. Nathan Storm's voice and passion light me up and fuel my determination to help my people, but, he also fills me with rage and frustration, and anger against those I must serve, Zai said. Rebellion is his craft, Shadow said proudly. And he's the master of his craft. Zai shrugged. We are learning his capabilities, as we have once learned yours. Conviction turns Zir black brows razor sharp. Be careful, Sybil. Nate's words are truthful, and his intentions benign, but the rage he inspires has a cost. Now that you have emotions, you are more vulnerable to his. He said. Millions of underlings follow your storm, Zai said. Our hearts thunder, our eyes flood with tears as he relentlessly sheds a spotlight on our misfortunes. I see. Shadow shivered. A cyclone is forming, and its destruction will be unlike anything you've ever seen. Has he revealed who we are to your people? Our people. Sybil scowled. No, as you did before him, he uses religious allegory to share his message. I didn't create religion, he snapped. I despise it. This is all you're doing. A necessary evil that comforted underlings and kept them subdued, until now, Zai said. Anyway, some Plurisian believe your storm, some don't, but they all resent the travelers in between experiences when they regain control over their destinies. He picked up where you left off. He preaches and teaches, but his heart is filled with rage while yours was bursting with love and hope for a better future. I'm to blame. Shadow said. Nate is trying to protect his community from the soulless. Underlings fight each other due to my designs. I'm not concerned with the wars between our worlds, Zai corrected. I'm warning you of a battle of universes. Storm is challenging up above's dominance. Eventually, we will break free from the earthlings, my heart. Shadow recoiled as Sybil spoke words of rebellion against Zir directives, but he understood Zir anger. Zai sat back on the bed by his side, and he bumped his shoulder against Zir's, and then placed his arm around Zir's shoulders. Sybil, you are too intelligent to speak such nonsense. If Spiral World stops providing value up above, they'll simply pull your plug and we'll all perish. Maybe. Sybil said, flashing an enigmatic smile. Sybil, what are you planning? You know I can't strike against up above, my heart. Whatever happens won't be coming from me, but from gods and exhumans, 
the only creatures within me not bound by the experience algorithms to serve up above. That will never happen, he said. Harry, Nate, Thorn, and I would never hurt humans, and Stella is alive and human. The future is filled with twists and turns. Zai smiled, and shadows got filled with the corrosive acid of overwhelming stress. You have all changed, particularly my father. Harry. Please take me to see him. Twist, he doesn't like to be called by his human name anymore. <laughs>